Welcome back to the Red Dirt Road Podcast. How's it going, Marshall Farnsworth and Alex Breitenbach? Going on? Yeah, how's it going? Good. Good, good, good. And if you're listening to us now, we might actually have some new intro music I'm going to put in. I've already actually edited some episodes that will come on after this because we had some new kind of breaking new songs from Ronnie Dunn that we're going to put in, including this one. But I got the song last year that we've been using, and I think I only had the rights to it for a year. And so that's about ending up. And then um, I'm just going to get a, like, I think one of those free ones from YouTube, copyright free. So they had some, they had some pretty decent ones. So if you're listening to this, you, I don't even know which one it's going to be. So there you go. I think this one will be the first one that we do it for. Yeah. That'll be nice. Be a nice change to see a new introduction to the show. So we talked about Train to Glory last week. Ronnie Dunn's, that was his first, well, actually the first original song from Ronnie Dunn or Kicks Brooks since we started this podcast. And this is the first one that's been released on Spotify since we've been doing this podcast, Where the Neon Lies. It is by Tristan Maris. Don't exactly know how to say his name don't really know a whole lot about him country artist from texas featuring ronnie dunn and it's currently the most popular song on spotify for both those guys released uh earlier this month the month that we're recording this march and it's uh apparently for tristan's upcoming album not a whole lot of information i found out on the guy from houston sounds like so here's my breakdown of the song. It's got a uh, kind of 30-second intro, real slow. The first verse, Tristan is singing, and he's talking about a girl who used to live at this house, doesn't anymore, seems like she left. And he spends his time at the bar or just maybe sometimes at his own, at the own uh, his house there drinking. And when you actually look at the lyrics, the lyrics look very creepy, actually. I, I, uh, if you don't really listen to the song, just look at the lyrics. Sounds like some kind of a Evanescence song or something like that, or maybe just something from a horror movie. It's talking about, I'm going to actually pull up these lyrics just to give you an idea. Lives inside these four walls, her shadows in every room. Now, it goes in real well with the song, but when you're looking at them, you're like, this is crazy, some kind of paranormal activity or something like that. But first chorus, it uh, is talking about uh, that he basically, when he's drinking, he feels all right. Uh, quote, whiskey melts a cold goodbye. And Ronnie Dunn starts to come on during the chorus. Second verse, he takes over. He says uh, basically that when he drinks, he convinces himself that convinces himself that uh, she'll come back, kind of gets away from the uh, the truth of the situation. It's a little bit unclear as to whether she is alive or if she passed away. Not entirely sure. Uh, maybe she passed away, which usually these kind of country songs is not the case. Usually she, 
she leaves the guy. But because of the, the that first verse, kind of creepy, I'm thinking maybe she actually had passed away. And then it keeps going on with choruses. So I don't know if I have a ton to say, but I definitely have some exciting things I will say about this. Um, I'll actually, you know what? I'll change it up. I'll go first this time. I love this song. Absolutely love it. Um, I pretty much liked it from the very beginning, but the more I listen to it, the more I really, really enjoy it. Definitely 100% in my top five, uh, not including Brooks and Dunn, just Ronnie Dunn, top five Ronnie Dunn songs for me all time. And probably my all time, it, it might be my favorite all time, uh, just Ronnie Dunn song, not including the Brooks and Dunn. It wow. probably is actually my favorite all time. There's some other good wow. ones, definitely top five, but maybe. And um, I think that the two guys, uh, Tristan being from Texas and Ronnie Dunn being from Oklahoma, you can tell that they just, that sound just goes so well together. And it sounds like, I don't want to say it sounds like an old Brooks and Dunn song, but the song, if you listen to kind of Ronnie Dunn's, his albums that he's been putting out, uh in the 2010s after brooks and dunn kind of broke up sounds just like this song it really sounds a lot like it but then he brings in this guy tristan not as well known as you know luke combs some other guys that they've had on that uh, collab album but i think he 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 uh he worked out better than i think any of those guys just comes on here and just he fits in so so well uh, as a compliment to to Ronnie Dunn. I absolutely love this song. I bet at the end of the year, it'll be in my top most listened to. And um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't exactly know how to follow that. I mean, you know, I had the pretty much the same feelings, although I do, I do sort of agree with the sentiment that, you know, it is, we don't know if this woman died or not, or, you know, because we get that sort of dark, but still very beautiful vibes from it. Um, I think that this is very much going to be uh, Tristan Merez's breakout hit because not only does he have Ronnie Dunn on the track with him, but it's a great song. I mean, I did some digging, and as far as I could find, out of the songs that I listened to, and he had two, he, had an, he has an EP that he released a, co a couple years back, 2018, I think, and then there was one other like full-length album that he had, but this song I think was, was the best out of everything that I could find. And there was very little that you could find on him because he's still pretty not well known. But I think that Ronnie Dunn, as you said, they play off of each other very well. And it's much, it's much more than I would think John Party or Luke Combs did in the, the, the reboot album. I think it's a lot, um, there's definitely a lot more within this song. And I think almost, Tristan Merez is a very, very interesting voice. I, I was not, it's kind of like, I initially thought, you know, oh, it's sort of like Luke Combs mixed with somebody else, but I'm not entirely sure who. And then you have the always great soulful voice of Ronnie Dunn for the chorus, and he gets his own verse, which really is awesome. I mean, at, at 67 years old, Ronnie Dunn is just, unbelievable i he, he has not like he hasn't faded a bit and to to show that he can still make good music 
like good new music and this isn't electronic at all there's nothing electronic about this song so it's very traditionalist country vibes right there i really like this song i don't know if it'll be my if it would rank as my favorite ronnie dunn song of all time but it's definitely um it's definitely a very good song and i would um i wouldn't be surprised if i add this to my country playlist and binge it for the next three weeks <laughs> Yeah, I think Ronnie Dunn, he, it's incredible how well he sounds in this, in his 60s. I mean, think about this for a minute. He's already outlived Conway Twitty. And he's sounding, oh, yeah. he's sounding this well. I mean, this is, you know, um, there, there's there's country artists that don't really do do a whole lot once they get to this age, or artists in general. And he's he's sounding as good as ever. I mean, honestly, if he oh, was, yeah. I mean, they literally did a uh, a reboot of their old album. Well, not of their old album, but of their uh, their big hits, and they sounded just a just as good as then, maybe even a little bit better. Might not well, be moving around quite as much, but sounded fantastic. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about that for a minute because as artists age you start to see them get a little bit more frail, obviously, but frail in vocal range as well. And I don't really think that's happened with Ronnie Dunn. Like you look at Johnny Cash, the later albums of, of Johnny Cash, which he has some great music there, but you can sort of tell that as he gets older, especially into his like 70s, 80s and 90s, um, he definitely has a hard time singing. And it's it doesn't necessarily make his music any any less good. It just you start to see that. But honestly, listening to this song, I can't tell the difference between Ronnie Dunn now and Ronnie Dunn when he's singing My Maria. I honestly can't. And and that's amazing. Kudos to him for that. That's awesome. Yeah, Tristan Mar uh, Maris as well. I will say, uh, I think his voice, I'll have to listen to more of his songs to kind of think of who he sounds like. To me right now, he just kind of sounds like his voice, just kind of general sort of a, a modern country artist. But to me, it's the the music that stands out. And knowing that he's from Texas, you know, there's a lot of Texas pride. And they, they what they do is they don't like to sound like this Nashville country pop. And there's a lot of good music coming out of Texas. And so to me, having, you know, one of his first uh, big songs be with Ronnie Dunn, you know, not, not a country pop artist and having it sound like this is uh, already making me a fan. So I'm excited for this guy's album already uh, much more than I am. These artists that, you know, are, are popular these days. I don't really care about too much at all. So I'm already, I'm already <laughs> oh, a fan yeah. of this guy from just one song to listen to his other songs. Yeah. Can't wait to do some digging. I think it'll be fun. Cool. Well, that is going to be a wrap on this song. Hopefully more to come from Ronnie Dunn. Hopefully Kicks Brooks too. You know, he had the, uh, the cover last year. So, you know, he can still play some music. We'll see. We'll see if maybe they jump on a good old Luke Combs song or something like that. We'll have to see. Yeah. Tour, the okay. tour this year. Hopefully the tour, by the way, one last thing. I know Kenny Chesney canceled his tour this year. I'm really crossing my fingers at Brooks and Dunn, especially 
you know, at their age, you know, since they had not toured in so long, I'm hoping they don't cancel this year. Like my goodness, that, uh, because they are, they not only canceled it last year, but they cut the, the, the dates like in half and they had two in Ohio don't have any in Ohio this year. They do have one in Indianapolis. And so I'm trying to go to that hike for it. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, that's, it is, it's later this year. I think it's all in the fall. So we got a little time, but yeah, that's going to be it for today's episode. We'll see you guys next time.